Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. With your host, Philip Randazzo. And we are live. What is going on? Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host, as it is each and every episode, Mr. Philip Randazzo. Wow, I just referred to myself as Mr. It's a it's a strange day, but no, it's, guys, we have another exclusive, fantastic one-on-one conversation coming to you guys today, and it's actually it's actually an interesting conversation. So this conversation came about. Uh, I reached out to be on somebody else's podcast and. Uh, after hearing about that person and what they were doing, I had to get them on the show. And that is uh, the, the person we are getting the pleasure of hearing from today is Mr. Dale Richardson. And he is the host of the Live Your Goals podcast, a podcast which I was featured on. And let me tell you guys, he's doing some incredible stuff. The work he's doing with this podcast is absolutely amazing. Let me read his bio here real quick, just make sure I dot and cross the I's and T's. So we have Dale Richardson is a John Maxwell team certified speaker, trainer, and coach who loves to laugh and that will definitely show up in our conversation. He's also the host of the Live Your Goals podcast where he motivates and inspires you to set and reach goals that really matter to you. And uh, just from that sentence alone, you guys can definitely understand and appreciate why he is on the show and what he's going to bring to us in terms of insights, knowledge, wisdom, etc. Dale is passionate about adding value to you by giving you the tools to live an intentional life of purpose and passion. And uh, this is a little funny side note. So when Dale sent me uh, his bio, he included a portion that was highlighted and it goes something like this. He says, Dale also thinks that it's weird to refer to himself in third person, but understands that's what people do in bios. You can learn and laugh with Dale by visiting livethegoals.com, finding his podcast on iTunes, or sending him an email at livethegoals at gmail.com. So as you can see, guys, Dale is a, a full of fun. He's definitely a dude filled with laughter, but he shares some insight into his story. He went through an incredible obstacle and challenge just when he had started his own law firm, just when he had met and you know was dating one of the women's a woman that he wanted to marry. I mean, the story's incredible. I really Dale, I'm speaking to you right now. Thank you so much for getting vulnerable and sharing with us. Your story is no doubt going to help a lot of people today. So without further ado, guys, Mr. Dale Richardson. Here we go. You are listening to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. Enjoy the show. Today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Fuel 101. Now, guys, if you're looking for a book that's going to help give you a framework to succeed, to reach your goals, to accomplish those things you've always wanted to accomplish, to take that leap of faith, maybe get you out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know, you might be a person that isn't quite sold on personal development books, self-help books, maybe you're a young person who doesn't feel like the books relate to you, you could be any age, Rocket Fuel 101 
is a six-step process that's going to propel you towards your goals and stop you from drifting through life. This is one of those books that's going to provide you with a framework. This six-step process is going to help you figure out your passions, pick a trajectory, you know, launch your mission, go ahead, set those goals, go 100% at it. You're going to bring people along with you. You're going to find a mastermind network. There's so many things that this book is going to give you. You do not want to miss out on getting a copy for yourself. And in sponsoring the show, Rocket Fuel 101 is going to give you 15% off any and all purchases of books, whether it be the hard copy or ebook. All you have to do is go to the Rocket Fuel 101 numbers, Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. Again, that's the Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. And when you're at the checkout, type in the promo code podcast. That's promo code podcast. You are going to receive 15% off your purchase. And this is something, it's not a one time deal. You will get this no matter how many purchases you make. All right, so here's what I want you guys to do in this order. Go to therocketfuel101book.com. Get yourself, your friends, your family, whoever you want, get them a copy of the book, enter promo code podcast, and start reading. You guys don't want to miss out on this. Dale, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Philip. I'm excited. This is exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. And so just to give you listeners a little backstory, Dale and I just finished uh, another conversation. <laughs> I was on his podcast. We had an absolute blast, and I'm really excited. He knows a lot about me, and now I'm, now I'm, I'm getting the opportunity to dive in and, and learn a little more about him. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 burning it, man. We're 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 <laughs> we're doing the endurance podcast recording today. Yeah, seriously, and uh, you know, you guys can already hear hear it in uh, Dale's voice. He he loves to laugh, and that's one of the things he brings to his podcast that I thought was super unique. And real quick, you know, I, you guys know I record these uh, the intros to the show, kind of post show, so I can give you guys some nuggets. But I want to share one thing Dale sent to me in his bio that I thought was hilarious. He It's highlighted. He says, Dale also thinks it's weird uh, to refer to himself in third person, but understands that that's what people do in the bios. And, you know, it's just <laughs> one of those things where I read that. I hadn't really met Dale. I hadn't really talked to him that much. But reading that, I was like, okay, this is going to be a fun conversation. I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited to get him on and, and laugh a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I You know... I, I throw that in and I always tell people, hey, you can take it out if you want. But that's me. <laughs> you know, yep, that, yep. That, that's who I am. And th- and that's what I loved. I love these personal, like, really, you know, person, like, it, it's you. I want to hear about you. I don't, you know, we we don't want the fluffed up stuff. We want to, you know, get down and, and, and see who you are as a person. So I love that you shared that. And so that's actually a great segue. So, Dale, you know, we always kind of begin the show. Just give us, uh, give myself and, and my audience just a little backstory about yourself. How did you become... Uh, Dale Richardson, the host of the Live Your Goals podcast. Okay, well, Philip, it's a long journey, but I know we don't have four or five hours, so I'm going to give the really, really condensed version of it. And, you know, there are just a couple of high points I want to make sure I touch and that kind of set up the rest of the story. So, you know, growing up, I I didn't grow up in the best neighborhood in the world, but I I really didn't know it. You know, I, I grew up in a loving, caring family, and provided what they could for me. And so, you know, it was the best place to grow up that I could have ever wished for. And um, I was what I'll call now a high achiever, always did well in school. And, and you know, we can just fast forward all the way through law school. So from from elementary <laughs> school through law school, I was I was a high achiever. I was the guy who was 
you know, getting the awards. I was getting to speak at the at the ceremonies or graduation or or getting inducted to this group or that group or starting organizations. And so, I, I you know, I'll say, although I had some obstacles, I, I pretty much cruised through life all the way through through law school, um, got out, started working for a large firm. And, and that's where things started to change a little bit. Right. I, I started to I looked at the people that I was around. And while I liked them a lot, I really did enjoy the people that I was with. Um, I, I got a little scared because they didn't seem to have any big dreams anymore. You know, mm. it felt it felt like they were caught in the rat race. And um, the scariest moment for me was when I asked somebody, you know, if you had if, if you had no concerns of income, you could do anything in the world you wanted. What would you do? And they just looked at me with a blank stare. And <laughs> I remember thinking, like, there's so many things I could come up with that I would do if I didn't have to, you know, yeah, have seriously. an income. <laughs> I could rattle off 10 things right now, and the problem is choosing which one to do first. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so that scared me. And, 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 and so I knew, you know, one of the, the, the double-edged sword, the good and the bad about me is I'm highly adaptive, right? I, I can adapt mm. to different situations, and that's great. That's served me so well in my life. But the scary thing is I know if I'm in a situation too long that I don't need to be in, I'll adapt to that too. And so I bolted out of there and started my own firm. I later joined a small firm and then started my own firm again. And, and then that's where bump number two comes. I started my, my, my law firm, was going, was going fantastic, to be quite honest with you. And honestly, at that point in my life, it was the end of 2006. Everything was perfect. Couldn't, couldn't have been more perfect. Um, relationship. My, my religion, my exercise, my career, everything that I could think of was going well. And then I was in a, a very tragic accident where um, it was a single car accident. I lost my girlfriend at the time who I was trying to figure out how to propose to. And then from that point, at the, that was the beginning of 2007. From the beginning of 2007 you know, to, to 2010 and, and maybe a few years past that actually, um, I, I, I lost everything. Um, I, I literally anything that was material I lost. And, and so that was a really, 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 really trying time for me. Um, uh, won't go into a lot of detail about it right now. We can dig in deeper if you want to, but, but it was difficult. And, and that's where some of the work I did as a, as a child, you know, when I was younger and I was learning to set goals, when I was looking towards people who were teaching me about leadership, when I was looking towards people that were teaching me about goal setting, um, that came into play way more than I ever thought it would. And so my goals changed a lot. Um, they weren't the same type of goals. I was, I was no longer setting goals about, you know, this big, gigantic business. I was setting goals like today you're going to get out of bed and move to the couch and mm. watch TV from there. Right. And, and it, it's, it brings tears to my eyes sometimes when I think about how down in the dumps I was. But then on the flip side, it, it just fills me with joy to realize how far I've come from there. And so um, while I'm giving my backstory, I just want to throw in there to your listeners, because I, I know you've got young adults listening to your show, that when you're going through something, it, it feels like there's no tomorrow. And, and what, I, what I know for sure, and I can promise you, is that if you just keep fighting through, if you just keep setting goals, no matter how small those goals are, and you just keep taking steps, that tomorrow is a lot better, right? You do get to, and, and I'm not promising you that you won't face other obstacles, but I'm promising you that, that you'll get to a point where you can look back and realize how much you grew through that experience. 
And um, when Philip and I were just recording my podcast, you know, we touched on the point that we wouldn't wish our obstacles and our challenges on anybody. But what we gain from them has strengthened us so much and, and helped us to become the people that we are today. And so through that experience, um, you know, I had a friend that looked over my medical file and, and I'm ashamed to say I have I've, I still never have looked at my, my my medical records from that time. But I have a friend that looked through him and said, Dale, you you're not supposed to be here. You're not even really supposed to be alive. And um, and then just the repairing that I did of myself over that time. You know, I came to the point where I said, I shouldn't be here. This is my second life. And how how tragic it would be, how sad it would be if I didn't do something with this second chance, with this second life. And, and so as great as I think I was before the accident, you know, I, I thought I was a high achiever and I thought I was doing great. I'm so focused and passionate about what I'm trying to do now. And, and so that's why I started my podcast, Live the Goals podcast. Because I want to make sure that other people out there understand how to set goals, that, that, that they're equipped with the tools to set goals, and that they understand that life is a journey and we have to enjoy every step of the way, even the challenges, and, 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 so, and that there's growth and that we grow through this whole process. I'm still growing. You're still growing. Your listeners are still growing. And that's what I'm really focused on there. And my law practice has transitioned. Everything I'm doing now, I'm trying my best, and I, I still stumble at times, but I'm trying my best to have it aligned with what I believe my purpose and passion is right now. Wow. I mean, Dale, that is an absolutely incredible story <clears throat> and, and an incredible you know, triumph story because you hit this point that most people do not come back from, and you, you even hit on, you know, this is like your second life. This is, you know, a second opportunity for you to go out and and you know excel and try new things and grow in, in totally different ways and you know i not not to your extent but i had a similar circumstance happen to me where i basically you know i i i could have you know i could not be here today i might have a totally different scenario yes. and so that's how i feel as well it's like i had this second opportunity to make a difference and help people and align what i'm doing with my passion and my purpose and i think when you have that alignment anything is possible and the growth that that you and I and anybody listening can have is absolutely incredible. And so, I want to kind of backstep real quick, Dale. So, you know, you 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 went to law school, you you got your doctorate, and you know, this is something that I'm sure a lot of my listeners. We have a lot of listeners in college right now. We have even some listeners who are in high school. You know, what was it growing up, or or even maybe while you were already in school? What was it that you did to help you get the grades you got? What was it about you and your personality that that helped you succeed and achieve at the level that you did? Yeah, and and, and some of it's dumb luck. I won't, <laughs> I won't lie about it. Um, here, here's the thing. Uh, you know, I was fortunate, and everybody isn't always as fortunate. But you know, my mother. Um, is Korean and she wasn't born in the States. She, she didn't come here until the year before she married my father. And so the opportunity that we have in this country was very, very present in her mind. Mm. And, and so it, it <laughs> so there's no way that I was going to come home from school and not do my homework. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't going to happen. And, and so what that did was I developed a habit. I developed the habit of coming home and focusing on my schoolwork. And, and now I don't want to sit here and, and get on some sort of, you know, throne and act like I'm better than everybody. Look, I was a kid. I was a student. 
I loved having fun and not doing my work as much as anybody. And so, but but here's what I did. I I, um, I think we was it on yours or my podcast. We we talked about <laughs> resourcefulness. So yes. I'm them both. We talked about resourcefulness. I think on my podcast very quickly. And you know, there's never a lack of resources, just a lack of resourcefulness. And so I would always kind of think of of ways to make something win-win. And so here's what I did. My mom made me do my homework every day after school. And I would want to go out and play instead. Well, I knew that she wasn't going to let me go over to friends' places to go out and study. So I decided, hey, if I ask her to go to the library, I'm pretty sure she's going to let me go to the library. That's one place I know mom's going to say yes to. (laughs) And so every day I would ask her, could I go to the library? She would let me go to the library. I then convinced my friends to come to the library. Ah. And so, <laughs> right. And so I would still have a ball at the library. Um, but don't get me wrong. I also knew that I had to come home with finished homework. So I yep. would do my homework. <laughs> but, you know, while I'm doing my homework, my friends and I would, would laugh and, and I would share my knowledge. Um, we don't know everything, but there's somewhere, there's something that you do know better than other people. And I learned that by teaching them, I learned it better. And that by teaching them and giving to them, it got reciprocated. They then helped me out when there were areas where I didn't know. And so I think I built that habit in of, of just, you know, just being around knowledge, just setting myself down in front of my books and just getting that out of the way first. So I think that was a big step. And the second thing is, I'm really, really curious. I'm, I'm just extremely curious about everything. And that has served me really, really well in getting to and through law school as well as in a law career because there are certain things you have to do to make it into grad school. There are certain things you need to prepare. There are certain exams you need to take. Um, there's, there, there's all these things you'd like to know before you go. And because I was curious, I looked them up. And you know, now it's really easy. I mean, you can jump on Google and look up just about anything you want to look up. But I looked those things up and tried my best to think forward. You know, what I, I, what am I going to need to know three years from now? Okay, I want to go to law school. Well, what does it take to get to law school? Let me look that up. And then I would start working on that stuff early. And so I, I think those are the two things that really jump out at me as far as what helped me make it through some of those steps is just kind of pre-planning and then just always kind of sitting down and trying to do the work. And if I needed a little fun with it, I'll mix some fun in with the work. But the work's going to get done. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's awesome. You, you, it's almost like you had an early form of like a mastermind accountability group. I mean, gathering your friends around with you, you guys were getting your work done. You were sharing with them, and they were helping you. I mean, that's that's a, that's pretty much essentially what we're doing at the Yield Mastermind Group. And you know, I, I love that. You know, I love that you have a podcast called Live the Goals because you have been doing that for so long. And yes, we all have these tough times, these challenges, these obstacles that come up. And it's the ability to to continue that practice, to make it a habit like you touched on earlier, I think is absolutely essential to continuing to live these things out. And so, you know, I want to ask you, um, going from a school environment to, you know, the, 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 the law environment, and now you're working for this firm, and people don't really seem to be happy, and then from mm-hmm. there, you, you start your own firm. What, uh, what did you take away from schooling that helped you really well in the business world and running your own business? And, and what about your schooling didn't help you at all? Because, you know, there's a lot of listeners out there who 
are still in school and then some that are just starting out and you know we learn we learn to take tests we learn to fit this specific mold while we're in school but mm-hmm. then coming out of school it's not like that at all so if you wouldn't mind just sharing your experience, what translated really well from school for you in, in the workforce and in running your own business and what didn't translate so well? I love this. I love this question. Um, so so I, I wrote a book called 33 Keys to Law School Success. And, mm. you know, in that book, I try to focus on exactly some of the things you're talking about, right? Because people think that success is you know, getting great grades and, okay, so I got these good grades. So now I'm going to be successful in business. That That's not how it works, right? So, <laughs> so, so some of the things I learned, one is that if all you do is get good grades in school, that doesn't necessarily translate to being great at what you're going to do as a profession. It definitely does not necessarily translate if you're ever going to start your own business. Now, it's good to know that you have the fortitude to put in the work to get those great grades. And that's, 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 that's a skill that is very beneficial to you. But that doesn't translate right over. Now, what did translate over for me was what I'll call soft skills. I, I've always been, far, as far back as I can remember, I mean, literally as far back as I can remember, I've always been involved in organizations. And as I got older, I always attempted to take leadership roles in those organizations because I'd be involved in them for a while. And then somebody would say, Hey, I think you might be a good fit to run for this office or that office. And I've always tried to be sociable. Now those I would call soft skills, but let me tell you, those translated over to business way more than, <laughs> than some of the stuff I learned in class. Right. Um, if you ever start your own business, you're going to you're going to have to market that business. You're going to have to drum up business. And, and I've learned that people buy me. So even in my law practice, people buy me. And, and so if I'm a if I'm a sociable, outgoing person that people like, then more people are going to buy me. And so I, I've built that up over time. And, and I've learned that that translates. So work on your people skills, work on meeting people, the stuff you learn. I think there's a book out, right? Everything I needed to know I learned in kindergarten is something in that ballpark, right? <laughs> I mean, go up to people, introduce yourselves, learn to, learn to live in the moment and have fun no matter what the situation is and enjoy it. So, so that translated over significantly. What I learned when I was at the big firm was that, you know, the partners would, would, would they've been there for a long time. They give you these assignments and they'd ask you to research some topic and, and then they relied on that. So, so one, the work did matter. But secondly, I realized that after I did the research on some of these topics, I kind of became the expert on those topics. So they would then turn to me for the answers um, that I just researched about. And so that translated to me, too, to say that, look, no, nobody starts as an expert. But if you put in the work, you can become the expert. And, and that got rid of some of my fear of drop, jumping out on my own, where I said, look, I may not know everything right now, but I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to research. I'm, I'm going to figure out where this comes from, how, how to do this, how to do that. And that gave me some confidence to jump out. And, and that was a skill that was really um, nailed into you in law school, right? We, lawyers, we don't, we don't know all the answers, but supposedly we're trained to go, be able to go out and research and find the answer. And so those are skills that I think relate and that have translated over into, into business later in life from school. Yeah, man. And I think it's so funny how, 
these things that we're taught to do in school really well don't translate at all. And that's something that has always kind of blown my mind because, you know, we're school and college is supposed to prepare people for these careers or, or whatever it is that you're, you're trying to do after school. And yet it doesn't always happen, but you hit on a couple things there that I absolutely love. It's that people buy you and, you know, I've found this true in my life in so many different areas in business, even in applying for different jobs, you know, even in applying to different colleges, you have the opportunity to write essays or reach out to to people that you maybe have a connection with or that you should have a connection with. I mean, making sure that you're putting, you know, yourself out there and letting people know who you are because in things like you know, college applications or even job applications, it's, it's like you're one piece of paper in a stack of so many. It's, you know, mm-hmm. how do you stand out there? And I love that you hit on that today. You know, people buy you being yourself and showing that is so critical. And, you know, I, I want to hit on one thing before we kind of talk about, you know, what you did to build yourself back up after, the, you know, the major challenges that you had in your life. You said that, you know, your religion was going really well. And, you know, I, I don't remember if you said you were exercising well or not, but your relationships were going really well at this point. You know, what, what, explain that a little bit. You know, what was it about your religion, your relationships, et cetera, that was going so well at that point? What were you doing to, to maintain those things really well at that point in your life uh, that other people can learn from? Right. And and I I, I want to point out one thing before yes, we of jump course. Into, into that question, because it, it kind of popped in my head. When I say people buy you. Right. I, I yep. mean that. And so um, I want, you know, our friends and family, I, I they're listening to me now. So I, I'm quick to make <laughs> friends and family. So they're my friends and family now. Awesome. too. So so what I want your listeners to make sure they know is that because people buy you, the greatest investment you can make is in you. And mm. so you want to make sure that you're making decisions that help grow who you are. So join masterminds like Philip is doing, you know, you know, join organizations where you'll learn, you're going to have to give up some of your time, right? You're going to, you're going to miss out on a few things, but eventually down the line, you'll see the the growth that you have in you pays off tenfold. And so I just want to make sure I threw that out there. Thank Um, you, because (laughs) that is so true. I mean, that's, that's absolutely incredible advice that if I hadn't followed, I would not be anywhere close to where I'm at today. Amen. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, and and so now to the, the question you actually asked me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it really boils down to action. I was taking action. I was, at, I was at a place where I was just doing. And so what I mean by that is um, when it came to exercise, I was, and if you know me, you know that this is almost miraculous in itself. I was waking up at 5.30 in the morning (laughs) and going and working out in the morning. And that's just not something Dale does. Dale sleeps in (laughs) as long as he can. And so, you know, I made, it it became important to me. And because I said it was important, I started doing. And so I made myself just do. I got up and I started exercising. If I missed a day, I didn't beat myself up. I just treated the next day like it was a brand new day and got up and started exercising. When it came to church, um, I have always considered myself a Christian, but like many people that I've run into, you know, you go through a span of maybe your teenage years, high school, college, or maybe a little later, maybe a little earlier, where you fall out of actually doing. You, you, You still call yourself a Christian, but you're not going to church regularly. You're not behaving like a Christian. And, and so, you know, I was back in a period where I was doing, where I was focused on trying to, you know, do my best and act like what I, I believe the Christian should act like. And 
and going and going to and just actually physically going to church on a regular basis. <laughs> um, th- that was important to me, and that kind of got me into into the mindset and 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 the groove and and the momentum of of kind of those actions kind of added up. And and, and then the same thing with with the relationship, right? I, I I poured my energy and focus into the relationship that I was in, and tried to enjoy the relationship for what it was, and worked on the relationship. I you know. Everything we do, we're going to encounter obstacles, including relationships. And and what I found is when you put in the work, even though there's an obstacle, that when you come out on the other end, again, it, it's stronger. And so um, it it was just a good place. I was at a place where in my relationships, we appreciated each other, loved each other, and and showed each other that we loved each other, right? Through action, where exercise, I was I was doing it, where, where church, I felt like I was doing it. And with business, um, I'd, I'd really just started my business a few months before the accident, and it just it, immediately it was taking it was taking off. And that was from you know I think the work I had put in years before that, and the relationships I'd built with people before that, and the trust that I built with people that they were willing to take a chance on me um, because of that. And so all of that long spiel was about <laughs> I think summarizes to say that. I just started, I, I tried my best to start doing, you know, the, if these are things I say are important to me. I'm going to try my best to to do things in that world. Yeah. And and, and you hit on a point that I, I was kind of chuckling about, uh, you know, to myself because people don't think they have to work on relationships. It's like, okay, I have this relationship and here it is <laughs> and it's just going to be great. But, you know, yeah. I've, I've found, you know, I, I have a girlfriend of a couple years and Man, if you aren't working on the relationship, things are not – they're not going to work out the way you expect them to. And I think you're so right. You have to be able to work on everything. You have to be able to take that action. I think that's so critical. And so now let's fast forward. You know, you, you've you've hit this major obstacle. And like you alluded to earlier, I mean, your, your goals were I got to move from the bed to the couch to watch TV today. So how did you go from that place – and it might even be that you just started taking action again. But what you know, what f- uh, flip was, uh, or what switch was flipped, or what changed to take you from that place to now you're helping people live out their goals. You have this incredible podcast. You're out there making a difference. What changed uh, during that time period? Yeah, and and you know, I would love to take some credit for what changed, but but I, I really <laughs> I can't take too much credit other than I decided to take a chance, and mm. so I I. I I was forced to go to a workshop that I didn't want to go to um, by a a buddy of mine because he couldn't go and he needed somebody there to represent him. And, um, you know, in the longer story, I tell people that I was actually kind of upset because I was then spending money on gas and and I was at a point where money was, I didn't have a lot of money right then. So that was a big deal. Now at that workshop, um, the the speaker challenged us to set some goals, to to set some really big, big goals. And, And, you know, his, the majority of his talk was about mindset. And I basically said, what do I have to lose? I mean, I am, I am of the lowest of the low right now. I've never been this low before. And I don't think this will work, but what do I have to lose? And so I tried it. He gave us a few, few things to try. I tried it and, and it started working. (laughs) And so, um, and so I start believing more because it started working. And the more I started believing, the more it started working. And so, you know, that sold me. And at that point, I started, you know, that that changed my mindset. And so, you know, it really was just flipping the switch and changing the mindset. But for me, 
it was a really gradual flipping of the switch, right? First, I just just decided to take a chance, and I'm just going to go ahead and do what he says to do. And so I started doing that, and then eventually I started seeing um, the crops that I reaped from from taking those actions. And 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 that's really what has led me to where I am today, which is which is why I I do the podcast, which is why I want to get to people as early as possible to to help them understand how to get in the right mindset so maybe they can get out of that 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 space that I was in even faster than I, than I got out of it right and and don't get me wrong even after that point even after that that speech even after things started clicking I've had plenty of ups and downs but if you look at the the big long version of that graph you'll see that it it's it's the the trend is moving up and and I love that yeah and <clears throat> man that's that's an incredible story and the idea that these things happen gradually. I think a lot of us are so caught up in this instant gratification and things just need to happen. Oh, I'm down and things aren't going my way. Okay, I'm going to read this one book and now I'm, you know, soaring and I got this crazy business. I got these awesome relationships. I mean, these things happen on a gradual basis. And I think that's, I, I thank you for sharing that because that's such an important point that people need to hear. And also, I mean, you are speaking to the perfect audience. I mean, we have, you know, you wanting to catch people at, at the youngest age as possible. I mean, that is yes. my audience. And so I'm, I'm so pumped to have you on the show today, Dale. I think it's absolutely incredible. And so before we get into the rapid fire portion of my show, I know that the one thing that you're, you're so fired up about right now is your podcast. So if you wouldn't mind just kind of sharing a little bit more than you have already about your podcast, what your mission is and, uh, and you know, how it all came about. Absolutely. Yes, yes. I, I'm I'm passionate and excited so I can talk about the podcast very, very <laughs> easily. Yes. So so the podcast is called Live the Goals Podcast. You can find it on iTunes. Um, just recently, I was ranked in new and, new and Noteworthy, so that was like really, really exciting. I couldn't I honestly couldn't believe it. Um, so I started this podcast because of what I just said. I, I wanted to reach as many people as soon as possible to 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 maybe just affect their mindset just a little right to to see that there are other people that have been through struggles and to also give them some motivation some inspiration and some tools that they can use when when they're setting their goals and what what it all boils down to is I, I'm about growth right I want people to grow wherever you are now you can grow and the reason why I named it live the goals is because it's a journey and if and if all you do is focus on reaching the goal you're going to miss all of that growth that you could have mm-hmm. on the way there. And, and and that's really where the reward is. As you grow and as you pro- progress um, in your journey um, and you look back and you see how much you've grown, whether you have reached that goal yet or not, I mean, that is – it just fills me with joy when I look back and do that. And so I want other people to feel that. I want other people – to to be able to make it over those obstacles and to see that there is an other side and I want people to accomplish their goals and I, and and I want you to set really really big gigantic meaningful goals for you right so your goals might be very different from my goals and that's okay we're all individuals we're very unique and I want you to find what makes you happy and 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 to go after that and so that's what I'm trying to do with Live the Goals podcast. I'm, I, I do an interview a week, and that comes out on Tuesdays. But on the other four days of the weekdays, Monday through Friday, um, other than Tuesday, I do a word of the day. And that's just my take on some random word that I try to give people a, a, a success slash leadership slash motivational slant on that word. 
And so those are always fun to do. And I've got some really great feedback of people that have said, hey, I needed that word today. Um, perfect timing. And so I hope that that does that for, for some of your listeners. I hope that your friends and family will, will, will listen to my podcast and, and that it'll help them. And I know that if they're in your mastermind groups that they're growing there. And I am hope that this will just be another tool to help your friends and family and all of my friends and family and listeners grow as well. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's a perfect companion podcast because, you know, if you're like me and you live in, in an area where you have to commute a lot, I mean, that's all I do during my commutes is listen to podcast <laughs> after podcast. Yes. And so, you know, finding your show, um, and I found you through new and noteworthy. And so it really, you know, those, those things definitely help get the word out. And, uh, you guys definitely need to check out Dale's podcast. It's really, it's, I mean, it's incredible. And just having, I mean, I just literally, when I say just, I just came off an interview, uh, or conversation rather with Dale for his podcast. And I mean, the way that he asks questions, the way that he engages his ability to communicate, you guys are going to enjoy the show. I have no doubt about that. So Dale, let's hop into the rapid fire portion here. So I'm going to ask you some short form questions and then you can give me as short or long as an answer as you'd like. So my first question for you is when you think of the word success, who is the first person that comes to mind and why? Yeah, when you sent this to me, I was trying not to come up with the corny answer, but that's what popped into my head. And so I'm <laughs> going to give right. it to you. It, it really is my mom, right? And, and yep. I, I almost hate giving that answer, but, but it's true. It's the first thing that popped into my mind because, you know, my mother immigrated here to the United States, brand new country, didn't speak any English. She came here with three sons. Um, and then married my father, had me. And when I look at her today, I mean, my mom is well over 70. Probably shouldn't have said that. Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but she is, I mean, my mom is living. I mean, my mom takes trips. My mom has a community of friends that she hangs out with. I mean, she has really built a life here in the States. And, and she's raised four boys, which can't be easy. <laughs> in a country that she knew nothing about. And, and the the determination and fortitude that I that I believe it takes to do that and, and, and to be happy later in life, I mean, to me, that's success. If, I, if I'm later in my life and I'm living and I'm happy and I got friends and family around me, I mean, I'm, I'm going to consider it a success as well. I mean, I'm right there with you. That is the ultimate challenge and obstacle to move to a country where you don't know any of the language. You have these three children with you. I mean, oh my goodness. I, you know, that makes everything that I've been through sound like a cakewalk. And so I definitely think that that fits the definition of success. And so, Dale, uh, do you have a book that you recommend or, or gift to people often? Yes. So I actually do have extra copies of the book that sometimes when I speak, I'll hand them out and it's Think and Grow Rich. Now, okay. you know, you've mentioned that book. And when I talked about the speaker that that really did change my mindset, the book that he encouraged us to go and read was Think and Grow Rich. And so I, I tell people all the time, like, this is what started it for me. This is what kind of shifted my thinking. So Think and Go, Grow Rich is, is the book that, that I, I tell everybody that, you know, start there. It's, it's a great place to start. And I'll throw one more in. I know I'm supposed to just give you one. No, I'll take, I'll take more. I, I like mind-shifting books, but um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was another book that uh, really yes. started to shift my thinking. Um, I grew up with what he would have considered the poor dad in the book. And so um, that, began, that helped me start think about, thinking about things differently as well. 
Yep, uh, man, those are two fantastic books. I'll link to all this stuff in the show notes for you listeners who want to check this stuff out. And I'm just going to say one thing about Think and Grow Rich. The title throws some people off, but you need to read that book. I mean, that was one of the books my dad gave to me when I was in my early teens. And I mean, I put off reading it for a couple of years because I'm like, okay, dad, Think and Grow Rich, great. You know, I'm, I just want to play basketball, but it's like, the stuff that you learn in that book is incredible. So really, Dale, thank you for sharing. And, you know, on top of your podcast and, and this podcast here, are there any other online resources, maybe YouTube channels or other podcasts that you listen to or recommend to other people? Yeah, so I'm I'm going to throw in a, yet another companion podcast. So you, so you thought that mine would fit well with yours. And I've got another one that I think would fit well for your listeners as well. And that's Unstoppable Success Radio. And the host of that is Kelly Roach. And... I had the opportunity to to have her on on my show, and she's fantastic. I mean, a- after interviewing her, I, I was sitting there like, if I didn't have a coach right now, I would hire you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's fantastic, and and I think the more we hear from different perspectives about success and what different people did to become successful, the better we become. And so, you know, she, I've saved her, and I'm listening to her on a regular now as well. And so, I encourage your 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 listeners to listen to her as well. All right, so Dale, my last question for you, if if you could only do one part of your daily ritual for the rest of your life, if you couldn't do any other parts of that ritual, what part would that be and why? Um, well, Philip, when you when you sent this question to me, I mean, this is a great and difficult question um, because you're stripping me of everything but one thing. And so I have to say that if there's only one thing that I could do and keep in my routine, it would be reflection. Um, that is the time that I use to grow and growth is very important to me. So I, I, I spend time each day reflecting on how the day went, what went wrong, what went right? How could I improve? What should I do tomorrow? You know, I, I basically just look back and try to grow from my, my experiences. And this is not a time to, to get down on myself or, or to congratulate myself. This is just a time to sit, sit, relax and reflect on what happened and then maybe try to get some growth on that in thinking of ways to improve, just trying to get some actionable steps that, hey, that went well. I'm going to keep doing that. That didn't go well. I'm going to try this tomorrow and see how that goes, and then I'll come back and reflect again tomorrow. And so in, in all of my relationships and business, in, in all I do, you know, if I, if I take that time to reflect, um, I, I've learned that I grow quite a bit from that. Yeah, I mean, I, can't, I couldn't agree with you more. It's that that Albert Einstein definition of of insanity doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result i think reflection time is a time where we can grow through the things that that happened that were negative and continue to do the positive things i think that's a fantastic answer so dale where can my listeners and my community find out more about you and what you're up to absolutely thank you first i just want to say thank you philip i mean this has been a blast we did two back to back, and <laughs> I loved having you on mine. And then on the flip side, I've loved being on yours. And, I mean, so and let me tell you, we've loved having you. <laughs> so, so this has been fun. I know, just in this time that we spent together, that your listeners are so lucky to have you guiding them through their their growth. And so, um, so if there's any way we, I think we talked about this in between podcasts. I know that we'll be doing something at some point, helping each other, even if it's just behind the scenes. Oh, most definitely. Because because we're both very passionate about um, what we're doing, about growth, and and we need more Phillips out there who are focusing on young adults and getting them 
what they need early. And so I, I just wanted to to commend you and, and say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me on on your show. Um, so so the easiest way to get in touch with me is basically Live the Goals. So you can go to livethegoals.com. That's my website. You can look up Live the Goals, all one word together, or Dale Richardson on iTunes or whatever you use to listen to podcasts. Or you can email me and send me a message at livethegoals at gmail.com. Those are the easiest and best ways to get in touch with me. Everything is just live the goals and you add the rest on. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, Philip. You said this to, to, to my listeners, my friends and family, and, and I want I want to say it to yours as well because it's really important. And, and I'm giving you the credit for this because I love that you encourage my listeners to do this. Please reach out to Philip and and let him know what you like about his show. If something's helping you, then let him know that. You know, Philip is doing this podcast because he wants to help people. And if there's something he's doing that's helping you, then let him know. And then he can do more of that. Or, he, he you know, we as podcasters want to help people and we want to know what's working and what's not working. And, and this is here for you. This isn't for us to just hear ourselves talk. This is here for <laughs> you. So please let us know how, how we're doing and 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 I encourage you, please subscribe to to Philip's podcast and let him know how what what you think about his show. Yeah, man, Dale, thank you so much because it really is true. We, as much as we love sitting and, and talking, we we don't do it just to listen to ourselves. That would be no. a little strange. No. So yes, it, we would love to have any sort of feedback that that you listeners have, and I'm sure we're going to have some live the goals listeners on this show as well. We'd love to have your feedback also. Um, Dale, man, thank you so much. So we always end the show with our guests sharing their favorite quote. So Dale, what is that quote for you? Quote is very short and simple, but I think very powerful. My favorite quote is simply thoughts become things. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to leave it there Yep, and let people take their own definition from it. Exactly. You could sit and meditate with that, man. What a great way to end the show. Dale, thank you so much for coming on. I mean, you've shared so much with us today. Um, I really thank you for taking your time. And I mean, I'll tell you what, it was it was a lot of fun doing the back to back deal. And uh, I can definitely foresee us working together in the future. And I would love to have you back at some point for a Dale Richardson part two on the Yield Mastermind (laughs) Talk show. Awesome. I would love to do it. Thank you again, Philip. This has been great. Fantastic. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. And we will see you next time. If you guys enjoyed that episode, please let us know. Find us at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We're going to be at Yield Mastermind on all those platforms. Check out our website, yieldmastermind.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those platforms. Please reach out to us. Let us know if you like the show. Let us know if you're loving the content. Please write us a review on iTunes if you feel the desire to. We really appreciate hearing from our audience and really understanding if you guys are loving what you're hearing or if you guys would like to hear something totally different. We're always open to that stuff. Thanks for listening. We hope you are enjoying this show as much as we are, and we can't wait for you guys to tune in next time.